Yo, thank you to my man Jim Vance for just being a world-class guest and showing up as amazing human being that's going to help us as men become better, be the best we can be, and show up with that different energy. So if you guys are men who are struggling, this episode's for you. I've got my story, you got yours. I've dropped blood, sweat, and tears on the floor. Then look the devil right in the eyes and told him I want more. It's time to walk through hell's kitchen I ain't afraid to lace my boots back up Been there and back a couple times But I made it through that stuff I realized if you wanna win You gotta recalibrate your mindset Before there's no time left The winner's paradigm The winner's paradigm The winner's paradigm Come and get you some Guys, for tuning in, leave a five star rating and review. Let everybody know what's up. Sign up for our newsletter if you really want to fucking win and learn how to dominate when it comes to mindset, which leads us into the, the Recalibrated Man Facebook group. Join the group if you want to learn how to recalibrate your mindset and level the fuck up. Jim, thank you so much for coming on the Winner's Paradigm podcast, brother. It's an immense honor because I was talking to my man Cameron Kellogg and he kept talking about his coach. And talking about how great you are, brother. And I was like, man, I got to get you on the show. So while I'm on the phone with him, you know, helping him out with his podcast, uh, DM'd you, was able to get you booked. So thank you for being flexible, number one. Before we jump into that today, would you mind giving a brief intro, who you are, what you're passionate about, brother? Yeah, man. Uh, number one, I want to thank you for letting me be here with you and being able to talk to your audience and and communicate it with, with people of like mind. I, I love doing that every day. Um I'm, my name is Jim Vance, uh, and I'm a men's identity and success coach. So I, I spend a lot of time with men all around the world, and I'm super passionate about helping men find themselves. Like I think a lot of men in the world have lost who they are by chasing things to fulfill what's missing inside of them. So I try to get men to return back to them so they can live fully in the world. Um, but I've been doing that for about five years. Um, I love it. Uh, it's something my wife does it too. She works with women and so, and we work with couples together. So it's a really cool kind of mix of fun every day. Hell yeah, brother. And that, and that's awesome. You know, is uh, me and my wife were working up to there and it's funny because she used to say like, I would never do that. You know, I would never talk about it, but you have the simple conversations. And then what's funny now is I find her getting frustrated. Like, why are people this way? Why do people think this way? Like, it's so frustrating. And uh, I'm like, it's because you have that awareness, you know, and you understand, you see things. And once you're at that level, you know, you have one simple conversation with people kind of like me and you in the DMs, you know, we're, we're shooting messages back to each other. Like you could tell exactly who that person is by the way that they're moving, how fast that they're speaking, you know, the yep. energy, the impact behind it. People don't understand that. So for you guys, brother, when you, we're talking about um, energy and we're talking about pouring into, you know, helping other men, helping other women. What is that like when you're able to transfer that energy and help them get started on their journey as well? I think, our, you know, our biggest goal, and, and I have a, a mentor, he always said that it's not your job to teach pigs to sink, right? So I don't, I don't try to get people to see anything that I see. I try to get them to see themselves for the first time. And so that's my goal. So I, that's all I ever do. And so I carry the energy of me being aware of me in everything that I do. And so by that leadership model, 
I'm teaching men to do the same thing. My wife is, I'm, I'm good and I feel like I'm pretty fantastic, but she's like far ascended. And so and she's been a model for me and we've been together for 10 years and she's been a model for me and how you are to approach your daily existence and how you look at yourself, not look at other people and how they're moving, not look at what they're doing to cause you to move. Why are you moving? Who are you being that creates this energy in the world? And so from that frame of reference, that's kind of how I, I move men to start paying attention to who they're being in regards to the world and then how the world responds to that person. Oh, I like that a lot. And that is something, you know, that I'm recently been going through as well is uh, as I'm sharing more and more and more, you, you know, you know, you're doing something right when you're getting those hate comments, you're getting those people <laughs> that want to say something else. And it's funny because I'm like, bro, all I do is just fucking pay attention to men and I help men. So I know exactly where the fuck you're at. If you're over here mm -hmm. saying something indirectly or you want to uh, say, you know, for instance, I was talking about not drinking. And then uh, I was talking about getting up at 3.30 a.m. And there was there was a person that was like, I would never do either of those. I would never stop drinking. I would never stop getting uh, up at 3.30. And then I talked about getting a six-pack by December 31st. And I was like, why not have a fucking crazy goal? And I was like, and the dude was smaller than me. That's what was funny. And he was like, I can never do that. I was like, bro, I got 30 pounds on you. And I can still do it because I know what I can push my body to. And I was like, if you have this mindset of saying you can't do something or, oh, that's too fucking hard. I'm not going to do it. Then why even try it anything? And I was like, exactly. the way you do one thing is the way you do everything. And uh, that person just looked at me, and got fucking pissed off. <laughs> exactly. I mean, and you know, you know, the old saying hate only comes from below. And so most people hate on you because you remind them of what they've given up on. And so if you're a constant, a constant reminder of, what you can be in the world, you're going to have a lot of people that are constantly reminded of what they're not being in the world. And oh. so they're going to kind of, they're going to poke at you because they they don't want to poke at themselves because most people are outwardly driven. They're not inwardly focused. And so when you're, when you're outwardly driven, you're always looking for reasons why things can't be the way they are. When you're inwardly focused, you're looking for reasons why things can be the way you want them to be. And how do we address that and move forward from there? Because right now, a whole lot of what's going on is ex seeking the external validation instead of seeking internal validation uh, to where we have all these people going to the wrong areas to try to fill those voids. Yeah. I mean, obviously, um, the pain has to get rough enough. For men, specifically, men move from pain, right? We, we, won't, do, we won't do anything until the house is burning down. And then we start to move like, oh, God, hey, I'm getting divorced tomorrow. Can you fix it? No, I can't. Right. <laughs> hey, my house is burned now. Can you can you save it? No, I can't. And so I try to teach men to move more toward pleasure. Like if the pain, if you're moving from pain all the time, women move to pleasure all the time. Right. And so if women, when they start to feel the lack of pleasure, they try to they start looking at why the pleasure is missing. Men, they get the pain has to be so significant for them to move toward pleasure that it's ridiculous. And so you have to reverse the, the brain of like, Hey, why, why don't we just move toward the thing we want instead of settling for the thing we have? So it's a constantly internal battle of, Hey, we're, we're obviously we're 95% of what we do is subconscious and it's just own rote memory. Boom, boom, boom. I wake up, I do this, I do this, I do this. I wake up, I do this, I do this, I do this. And if you don't create the habits, behaviors, and beliefs that align with the person you think you want to be, then you're going to repeat whatever your mom and dad taught you to be. 
You're going to repeat whatever your society taught you to be. You're going to repeat whatever your culture taught you to be. And you're just going to repeat, 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 repeat. No matter how great you become, no matter how fucking amazing you think you can become, you're always going to return because you can't outperform your identity. And then until you change the identity, you're going to return back to the mediocre identity that you have. Yeah, you can be fat and say, I'm going to go work out seven days a week. After day three, you're eating bonbons and at a buffet and you done gave up because you haven't changed the person doing the thing. You're just doing the thing, trying to be the same person. It doesn't work. Man, I feel attacked because you just you just spoke uh, exactly everything I've been going through. And uh, I love that, bro. That, that, that is something for me, you know, and in, in for instance, this year has been the hardest year of my life and also the best year of my life. And it's funny because at the same time, you know, with change came a different lifestyle, you know, came a different way. And for me, I was one of those uh, glass half full type guys to where you excel in business, but you're not excelling in your marriage. Uh, you're doing well, but you're not healing those inner wounds. So that's why you're repeating the mistakes of your parents. Um, you're being a fucking idiot. You're just not being and living in that potential. And it was funny because for me, I cut out the drinking, been over a year. Uh, I cut out the partying. I cut out the, you know, external validation. Uh, I really just went inward, started being more of an introvert, you know, focusing on what my passion was, which is podcasting, helping other men, because uh, I realized the same thing, you know, in last year, December 31st, 2022, Got on my knees praying to God, and I was like, God, some shit needs to change because this isn't it, you know, and that pain fucking hurt because I was about to lose everything. And mm -hmm. uh, I can tell you, and that's why I love the way you said that is that pain and the moving towards pleasure is once I stopped focusing on how bad it hurt and I started focusing on creating that man I admire and creating that man who doesn't break character, it was hilarious because now I seen, you know, where I was missing before, and now I read it in other people to where mm -hmm. it's like, oh, that guy gets mad because of this. Yo, that guy gets mad. And uh, I, I went into, I was in an entrepreneurship group, and one guy was trying to get validation because he wakes up at 4.30 in the morning. And I was like, man, that's cool and all, but I wake up at 3.30. I wake up at 3 most days. Uh, so for you to say that, that's good. But someone's always going to outwork you. Someone's out going to do you. The point is, you need to figure out what you're going to do and how you're going to be able to address that. Because if that point when somebody says that, if you get any feelings from it, it means you have something to work through. And uh, it was funny because I really didn't like the guy for that. And it brought me back to, hey, why don't I like this guy? Oh, because I'm highly competitive. And I'm always thinking because of my dad that, oh, that motherfucker's not it. You know, so I'm always saying things like that. And it's funny because sometimes I don't give people a chance, but it's like, all you got to do is listen and then go back to yourself and reassess it. Hey, you know, am I being wrong within this time? The majority of times you're not going to, because if you have that awareness, you've done that work, you're going to pick it up pretty damn quick and you can move on. Uh, if your gut's telling you that it's a red flag, it's a fucking red flag. And I think that's one thing people don't realize as well, you know, is they don't trust their own intuition. They that's trust, right. you know, uh, oh, I'm going to be a better person. I'm going to be this. And that's why they keep going in this cycle of, getting hurt and then not excelling well, a lot of men try to think their their way through bullshit, right they try to solve the problems with the same brain that created the problem <laughs> and they don't trust their intuition because the intuition is a very feminine energy and everybody has it but men think their brain is smarter than their their soul and so when you say hey when i started listening to this part of myself my brain doesn't have to think anymore i can just move instead of trying to figure out all the way path forward instead of trusting in myself that i'm making the right decisions and the right moves in every moment and even if i fuck it up i'm able to hey i made this choice i thought it was right it wasn't it, it's a dead end so i need to make another choice and i need to make another choice and i need to make another choice 
Like your life is just a series of decisions and choices, especially within the masculine energy. It's how pointed are you in trusting yourself to move versus how, you know, fearful are you of trusting yourself? And, and fear really is just the lack of trust yourself in the moment. And that's where a lot of men, they don't trust themselves because they've never really taken the opportunity to actually make decisions for themselves. All their decisions have been made for them. They, they've been in family dynamics where mama took care of them. Then they went into relational dynamics where they, they found a mama to take care of them and their, their food is cooked and their clothes are washed and they just got to get up and go to work. They don't make any decisions. They're just living in the feminine energy. The masculine energy is always making fucking choices. We're always leading. We're always pointed. We're always moving. We're always forward oriented. We're logically moving throughout our life. When you're feeling like all you do is lean back and receive all day long, feminine. Feminine, feminine, feminine. If I, hey, woman, get in there and make me some sandwiches. Feminine. Did you wash my clothes? Feminine. Feminine. You, the man is the giver. The man is the doer. The woman is the receiver. Society's reconstructed the idea in people's minds so that they can eliminate masculine leadership out of the household. Because how's what's the best way to control society? Get rid of leadership. Boom. Man, mic drop right there. Um, I love that, you know, and it's something that you're seeing all the fucking time mm-hmm. is uh, Men and that you know what's funny is I went into that same issue uh, with my wife. My wife was like, "You're too macho. You're not in your feminine energy." Uh, so I was talking to my breathwork coach, and I was like, "Man," she said that. And he goes, "Oh, you're not. It's not about you being in feminine energy." And I'm like, "What are you talking about?" He's like, "You're not leading correctly." And I'm like, "What the fuck are you talking about, bro?" And like, I was getting upset with him. He's like, "You're not leading correctly. You're listening to your woman. She's going to show you how she wants to be led. She's going to show you how she wants you to show up." And I was just like, what? And he goes, oh, so you also talk about judgment. You're always judging people, saying whatever. Your woman doesn't want to hear you judge or whatever. You can point the picture. You can lead in a different way. But there's better ways than you talking shit or saying directly how you feel than leading your woman in that actual right direction. So for me, uh, I started leading in a different way. And then all of a sudden, she's like, man, you're coming with a different energy. You're waking up differently. You're happier. You're laughing a lot. Like, you're, you're creating this side to you because when I stopped drinking, I was boring. and I didn't want to do anything and it was creating problems. So it was funny is when I looked at the way my woman actually wants to be led, it led me to become a better leader. And that's something we need to do is actually trust in ourselves to make those decisions. Absolutely. I think, you know, a lot of times and you, you mentioned the word macho, which is a wounded masculine energy controlling, wounded, masculine, competitive, wounded, masculine, aggressive, wounded, masculine, manipulative, wounded, masculine. All those, a healthy masculine energy is heart-centered. They lead with love first, which is crazy because, oh, women are the, the loving me. No, men, the masculine is the loving energy. The feminine is the lustful energy. And so when you leave out of your heart, you're going to, your, your first thing is love. So I'm going to look at the things that I love and I want to take care of those things. I'm not going to think about myself in terms of, I need to judge this compared to myself. I need to, uh, he's this, she's that, this is this, this is that. I don't care. You be you do your thing. I'm going to do me. That's, that's one thing I've probably grown the most in is like, I've eliminated my idea of what judgment is of other people because in that I'm not able to even see them. For who they are. I'm only seeing them for what they're not for me. 
And so when I'm able to see people for who they are, then I can find something to love in everybody. I can't, if I'm constantly in judgment of somebody because of one thing they aren't for me or one thing that I don't like that I like, then I'm not able to see anything about them. And I'm not able to receive anything from them. I'm not able to learn from them. I'm not able to actually connect with people. So the more, the less judgment I have, and I can just sit there and look at them and talk to them and see where they are, then I'm able to receive from them. I'm able to learn. I try to learn from everybody. I'm not above anybody. You can, it's the one thing I do. So it doesn't matter who you are. I, when I sit down to talk to you, I'm sitting down to talk to you. I'm not sitting down to teach you. I'm not sitting down to be above you. I'm not seeing, sitting down to, to pour down from heaven on high to you. I'm here to listen. I'm here to grow with you. That's where I like to live. Like a parallel I path. I love that, brother. And that's something I struggled with, you know, is uh, as I did the self-development and started talking about other, you know, six, seven, eight-figure entrepreneurs, I realized I created that problem where I'm like, if you're not on this level, don't fucking talk to me. Mm-hmm. And uh, it created more problems versus now where it's like, I can talk, you know, and I just let people listen and then I cast the judge. And then I'm like, all right, you know, this is where they're at. This is how we can help each other. Or I see, hey, maybe we're not a fit. We're not in alignment. But two, you can also tell, uh, the reason why for me I realized that was I was running in the same fucking situation with people is uh, I'm high energy and I move fast. So it's discouraging to people. And I always get people to tell me shit because they're like, man, you don't slow down. You don't do this. And I'm like, oh, I don't have fucking time to do that. I'm a parent, dude. Like last fucking thing you need to do as a parent is move fucking slow and then have this hesitation around your kids because then they're going to have the fucking hesitation. And then you're going to be upset. Why is my kids always having this hesitation? Why aren't they this? Because you fucking led them that way. Uh, so I noticed for me, it's like I'm always coming in this energy of go, 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 go. And it's discouraging to other people. So it's like it's one of those things where it's like mm-hmm. I can either see that in a good light and be like, OK, you know, I can help them in this way if they're receptive to it. And if they're not receptive to it, hey, bro, I love you, but I'm going to hit you up and later on because right now we're not aligning. Yeah, too. And two, it's probably a learning path for you, too. A learning mm-hmm. path being the masculine is stillness. It's not speed. The feminine is speed. So what the masculine does for the world, it brings consciousness. And so when you're able to slow it down, you're not making decisions off of speed. You're making decisions off of off of what I see to be the truth. Oh, absolutely. And you know what's funny is uh, this weekend, actually, well, yeah, we'll say that. So uh, went back home, uh, Fresno, California, um, twice. So it was last year on Christmas and then earlier like August for one of my nephew's birthdays. And then we we're down for Thanksgiving. And it was funny because it was a stillness. I've been working on stillness and really just being at peace with myself. And it was funny because uh, throughout this time period of being there this weekend in um, half last week and then this weekend is uh, it was a different energy. And for me, it was funny because it was like, oh, I couldn't go to the gym for two days. So I'm doing a backyard workout. Yeah. And then I was like, you know what, I'm going to go for a walk. And there's a, a Mexican breakery. So I was going to go get bread. It was closed. So I ended up getting a cup of coffee. And uh, I'm just walking. And it was just like going through memory lane. And I'm laughing. And I'm having a different energy. Because normally I'm like, I fucking hate being here. I fucking hate this place. It's a shithole. And I get in that negative. So really just being the positive. Being like, hey, I'm grateful I'm not here anymore. Uh, I'm grateful for this. Um, my mom had an affair with my wrestling coach. Seven and a half years later, she's still with him. Living with my grandmother. So uh, to me, I would hate being around. Even going near yeah. so my sister up from the house because i'm like it's fucking embarrassing to me that you're still in that same position not helping yourself running around with this dude who's not helping you mm-hmm. uh so i used to get so angry about it and then also had this uh gym debacle where my mom would always say oh we don't have money to go to the gym you don't have money to get gym membership 
And uh, my buddy gave me his gym membership. I go to this fucking gym and I'm like, it's not even anything fucking special, you know? So it was funny is uh, that stillness, that calmness with me was understanding it. And the icing on the motherfucking cake was this one dude was like, hey man, uh, you remember me? We used to smoke weed before school together. And I was laughing because I was just like, this is why I fucking left this place. Mm-hmm. It's like these little reminders. And yep. I'm fucking grateful for it now because now, you know, in a different energy, in yeah. a different way, but I don't no longer have to operate the same way. Yep. And I had to fucking change because what I was doing was not working. And that's the key, right? Like what you just said in a roundabout way is, you know, a lot of people are like, oh, you got to heal this and you got to fix this and you got to, you just have to see it. Like if you if you spend more time seeing yourself rather than trying to fix yourself, you're going to see what doesn't align, and you're going to see what does align, and you're going to pay attention to. I I don't like this un- disalignment here. I'm going to move toward the things that are aligned, and instead of oh God, like this shit right here, I need to fix this, this, and this, and this, and this, and this, and this, and you just get stuck rolling around in your shit all day long about what you aren't and what you went through and this, that, and the other thing. And there's no actual movement toward what you want. And so how do I move myself toward this thing every day? And, and it takes, like you said, just being in a, in a places where, you know, at some point cause you some level of heartache, pain, trouble, and being able to see it as, man, I'm grateful. I went through that. Amen, brother. Cause Amen. I was, uh, I, I give you an example. I was, homeless for nine months i had three degrees and i was homeless right i was i got divorced like 13 14 years ago i was living in a parking lot of the school i taught at for nine months so i would eat there take a shower there work until like midnight get in my car for three or four hours and then go back to work inside i had a key to the place and um in those moments i hated every second but now I can look back and be like, in those moments, I learned everything about myself. I learned everything I could go through. I learned everything, you know, and, you know, in those moments, I hated my ex-wife. I hated what I was, who I was having to be in order to take care of my kids because of the divorce and all that kind of stuff. Um, but at the end of the day, it was like, man, I can go through all the shit in the world and it still can't burn me down. And I'm, I'm built like solid. And I can get through shit. And, and those moments even fortified who I am. It didn't tear me apart. It fortified me. Let's talk about that, brother. How did yeah. you how did you create that? And what do you recommend for us to create that man doesn't deceive from his character, doesn't break, and continues to be solid even when the tough times like that happen? So it, it's practice, number one, right? <laughs> it takes a lot of practice because most men, most people, I'm not even saying most people are taught to that when they fall apart or when they fail or when they fuck up, then like they shouldn't try that anymore or they should stop moving or they should sulk and, and be down on themselves. And I've gotten to a place where it's just like, and I even, if you ask Cameron, he'll tell you like uh, first, first call with every one-on-one class, like, Hey, we're going to fuck it up a lot, but we're going to learn too. Cause I, I always take it back. Like it's riding a bicycle. When you first learn to ride a bicycle, you get on it, you fall off. You don't just stop pedaling the bike. You get the fuck up on it and pedal that bitch again. And you keep going in, until you can ride with your hands off of it. But it takes practice of learning what it feels like to fall down. Look at your situation. Why did I fall? Why is this happening? What can I do better here? And then how do I move that? How do I move that to the place I want to be? 
Because the lesson is, how do I take my current situation and move it toward the place I'm trying to be in? So if I'm fucking up here, how do I make this a win? And instead of, God, this means I'm, I'm a piece of shit and I suck at life because I failed. That's not true. You didn't, you didn't, you're not a piece of shit. You just didn't know how to do it. Now you're learning how to do it. It's just like walking. It's like riding a bike. It's like throwing a baseball. It's like wrestling. It's like working out. Working out is the same way I used to teach. And when I taught, I taught it like the best way to, to get smart is you got to get your brain swollen. They're like, what does that mean? I was like, you got to increase the weight that you think your brain can hold. And you'll realize your brain will expand to the weight. And it's the same way with your character. You got to increase the weight that you think your character can hold and you will increase the strength of your character. Oh, I love that. You know, and that's something that uh, I take. And uh, that is something that I learned in the gym as well is uh, just learning the movements, but more importantly, connecting it, you know, and connecting the dots for yourself. Mm -hmm. And it's not just that I'm doing this row. It's that, you know, my arm, uh, excuse me, that essentially it's an anchor, you know, to my elbow and I'm moving it backwards and I'm getting this anchor to go back. And that's how I'm doing these rows. So it was funny. Mm -hmm. It's like, these little different things that it's not just muscling it. It's not just having that contraction. There's more to the equation. And if you deviate from that, it's not going to work out. And I'd say for me, you know, and it was funny is uh, Cameron literally said the same exact thing you said. And uh, he goes, if you try deviating from your character, good fucking luck. Cause you're going to get smacked in the face. And I was like, you know what? It's, it's a hundred percent, right. You know, I talk to people all the time and they're trying to tell me, you know, you need to have a little bit of fun. And I was just talking to somebody who, uh, I get up at three 30 AM to hit the gym. They were at the club till four 30 AM. They were late to do what they needed to do the next morning. Uh, I was already good to go by seven, you know, taking care of ready for the day. Uh, and I was just saying for me, I don't need that external validation. I don't need to go out. I don't need to do these things. Plus I don't drink anymore. So it's just putting me in a position to fail. Yeah. Uh, and why am I going to do that? You know, if I'm a married man, I don't need to be out if I'm not with my wife. And that's just a fact, you know, and people don't understand those things, you know, is they think that, oh, you know, we can have this fun life. We can be a man. We can be a male and have all these women friends. And it's just like, yeah, you know what? If you're single, but if you're married, it's not going to lead you to the way that you want to be. Because mm -hmm. why are you going to go to any other woman that is not your woman? It's only going to create a bigger problem. And people yeah. don't understand those things. And when men are doing that, it's, they're looking for a sexual substitute. So they're looking for energy from the feminine, like drinking, smoking, um, partying, being around women. They're trying to get feminine energy. Um, that's all they're trying to, they're trying to balance themselves out, but they're doing it in such a way that they're not actually able to receive it. They're just trying to feel it. And so like you, you've gotten to this place with your wife. I've gotten to this place with my wife where I have the feminine energy around me all the time. I have two daughters too. And so feminine energy pervades my life. And so the, 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 for me to go and look for it is stupid. To me to go and try to taste it is stupid. I have it. I'm consumed with it. And so trying to substitute what I have with something that artificially gives me a feeling doesn't make me feel, doesn't align with who I am in the air, right? Women do the same thing. It's the same. You're trying to find the energy that you think you're missing. So these guys are missing something in their life. Obviously, they're missing feminine energy. They're missing probably something in here, some level of happiness in here. So they're trying to fill that up from the outside. And the only way back to happiness is back to self. Only way back. Only way to love is back to self. Right? God created you in perfect love. 
1,000%. He didn't deviate from that. He's like, everybody, y'all created in per my perfect vision, which is perfect love. And so I can't be anything but that. But society says, go find it. And so you split yourself into a million pieces to go find what you think is love or happiness or joy or peace. But the reality is, is all you have to do is return. And there it is. Oh, and then yeah. you become, you become love, you become happy, you become joy, you become peace, and then you're able to give it to the world. Man, that, that hit, you know, cause I dealt with a particular individual there. Uh, and I, I said, I was wrong initially cause he was talking. I was like, bro, you're hesitating. You're just not it. And then it went into, you know, hearing him out and the more and more it plays, I'm like, there's something missing with this guy. And that's why he's acting the way he is. And, uh, it was funny because at the same time, you know, we're talking about this energy, in the way that we're giving, the way that we're showing up. And then it clicked, you know, it's like some people move differently. And that is one thing, you know, one thing me and that person are going to do is just conflict because I move differently and I don't need that, you know? And then of course, uh, I've pissed a couple people off this week because they were telling me that antidepressants is a way to go. And you can always find something for you. And I'm like, I know for me, I gained fucking weight, made, made me feel fucking terrible, made me feel worse, but you know, what does work. And they're like, here we fucking go. And I was like, I journal three times a day. I work out twice a day. I get grounded and fucking walk outside with my shoes off. And they're like, what the fuck? You're saying some woo-woo shit. And I'm like, if you pour the time into loving yourself and figuring out what you need to do for your own self first, then you're going to see, you know, the different side of it. And I was like, everybody thinks and they get mad at me. Oh, you just want to be in the gym. No, motherfucker. I have to be in the gym every single day. It's not that I get to. I have yeah. to be for my mental health because I want to scream at motherfuckers all the time. And we keep dealing with these stubborn people who want to be stuck in their way or know that going out is wrong or know that seeking external validation is wrong and then they still want to fight it so for me i'm like going to the gym that allows me to be here definitely in a different energy for you because without those workouts you know i'm fucking pissed and when that person's coming to me with that bullshit i just want to snap on them <laughs> yeah i agree i've used workouts if you, my wife would tell you um while i'm working out i'll create all kinds of um just deep thoughts and understanding. Like I'll just send her these texts. She goes, where the hell did this come from? I'm like, this is what my brain does when I'm, when I'm in, in workout mode, because my brain slows down, everything slows down in my life. And I'm just concentrated in on one thing. And as that happens, the thoughts just slow down and they slow down. And the more they slow down, the more I'm able to think through everything that's going on in my world. And I'm able to come up with these ideas. Like I keep a running list of quotes and thoughts that I want to talk about and teach about. And it's just thousands and thousands and thousands long where I'm just sitting there, boom, boom, in between sets, knocked out five new quotes. And it's because my I'm taking time to stop being busy in the world and I'm being busy with myself. Oh, that's that's another strong point there, brother. Is, uh, you got to be busy with yourself, not the world. And yeah. uh, so the way society is, you know, is it's look and see what everybody else is doing, you know, and it's the do as I say, not do as I do. And uh, I love that because, you know, it all reverts back to not deviating from that character. And when you don't do that, that's when you lead differently. And for me, it was funny is uh, I had a partnership that fell out last year in December and uh, been trying to get my business back in order. And the more that I focused on the business and the business, the business, it didn't work out. But when I focused on not deviating from who I am, being the best that I can be, showing up with different energy, clients just came, life became easier. Yes. And uh, people seeing that for what it is versus me trying to do something that I wasn't. So I love the way that you said that, brother. Yeah, I agree. That's a big thing, too, where you feel like men, we feel like we got to chase everything to get it. And this is where we can learn to receive shit. Like you can do the work of the pursuit 
And then at some point you got to sit and relax like a good hunter. A good hunter does the work of finding the right spot, putting on the right clothes, getting his ammunition correct, sitting down, sitting downwind, getting everything perfect. And then he has to sit and receive. He's got to let nature move to him. Instead of trying to make trying to make nature move um, move for him, he tries to let nature move to him. And as he does, instead of trying to chase the animal, he lets the animal come. And as the animal comes, then he's able to kill. And it it's it's the same way that nature lets you know all the time of how you should operate. Nature never hurries; everything gets done. Like it's a famous a Lao Tzu quote, but he always says like nature never hurries, yet everything gets done. It's like, fuck, that makes so much sense because nature is just life and death all the time. It's a continuous cycle. And it, it reminds you, like, you have to slow down sometimes to actually see what is out there because you can get so busy moving fast in the world that you forget to see what's going on in here. Amen, brother. You've been an amazing guest today. It's been an amazing episode. So I'll leave you with the last question here. What would you say to the previous version of ourselves? We don't know where to start. We just want to align ourselves with our definition of success. Ooh, that's a good question. I would say know yourself. That's the first thing. Like, not know yourself through the eyes of others, but know yourself through the eyes of you. Look at you. What do you, who do you want to be? Who are you being? And then who do I need to be to, to be the person I want to be? Like, who are you being? Who do I want to be? And then who do I need to be? Because there's a big difference there. Like I see this version of myself over here. I see this version of who I'm being right now. Then what do I, what places do I need to grow in to become that man? And so it's, that takes a lot of self-reflection. takes a lot of self-awareness and it takes a lot of time with you instead of you with other people and you with other things or you and other tasks. It's you and you look in the mirror every day. Tell yourself you love yourself. And, and see what happens. Forgive yourself for the shit you've done. Be proud of the man you're being. Find ways to be proud of you every day. And watch your life take off. Hell yeah, brother. I love that so much. Uh, this is something I talk about on a regular basis. So thank you again, brother. Where can people find you if they want to keep up to you? They, want to hear um, they can find me on uh, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok. Um, me and my wife have a podcast together called The Advance Your Life Podcast in which we talk like all things relational dynamics, which is cool. Um, but uh, I'm really active on Instagram, really active on TikTok. So love to mix and mingle with people there. I'm d.conscious.man. Yes, sir. We'll have that in the show notes. Thank you again, my friend. It was an honor. I know I definitely want to have you on for a second in the future. So thank you again, brother. Yes, sir. Thank you. I've got my story. You got yours. I've dropped blood, sweat, and tears on the floor Then looked the devil right in the eyes and told him I want more When it's time to walk through hell's kitchen I ain't afraid to lace my boots back up Been there and back a couple times, but I made it through that stuff I realized if you wanna win, you gotta recalibrate your mindset Before there's no time left mm -hmm. The 